3: The Bill Michaels Show is brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors. BudLight.com is the website. Unquestionably good. Thanks for uh, coming back on this day of the uh, a significant day. And I'm not just talking about the election. I'm talking about today is the trade deadline for the NFL and whether or not the Packers will or will not be uh, players in all of this. You heard Jason Lockenfora on a little bit earlier today who said, yes, from what he understands, the the Packers are active. Whether or not that means they come down with somebody, we'll have to wait and see. But, again, philosophically going back to the the question that I posed towards Ron Wolf some years back, I said, what makes you a player for a trade? And he said, if you believe you're a few players away and you need that big deal, you go get it because you never know what your team's going to be like the following season. So, that being said, let's bring in Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette.
0: Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800.
3: Ryan of the Green Bay Press Gazette, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So, Ryan, uh, I, I have explained this a couple of times, and uh, it's basically when I asked Ron Wolf years ago, I said, what would constitute you to be wanting to make a trade? And he said, look, if I believe I'm a couple of players away, a player or two away, I'm going to make a deal. Regardless, he said, you push your chips in the middle of the table. So, do you feel the Packers are a player or two away from being one of those elite teams?
1: Yeah, I think that's where they positioned themselves. I mean, a bad loss on Sunday notwithstanding. This is a team that is on the short list of bona fide Super Bowl contenders in this league. It's got a Hall of Fame quarterback that's playing at a high level, and it's got a defense that is playing really bad, but you'd expect to regress to the meet at some point and and play better. So, yeah, a a player or two away, and I, I can tell you where that might be too, receiver, interior defensive line. That's where they need help. On on this roster, they need more juice in that receiving core. I mean, this is something that we could have told you right in 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 March. They need more juice in that receiving core, and they need more help. Again, something we knew since January at the at the latest. Uh, they need more help stopping the run, interior defensive line, a partner for Kenny Clark. That that that's what they need. So you could say that they're maybe two players away. Um, I have no doubt that the Packers are making calls. I'm sure that they're, they're, they're interested in making a trade, but that doesn't mean that there will be a trade to be made. So we'll just have to see if, if, if a deal is actually able to be struck.
3: What do you feel they need? Because I've, I've said all along, obviously, uh, somebody up front defensive line help to help stop the run, I'll, that or a linebacker, and then obviously the wide receiver. Are those the three biggest areas still of concern?
1: I think so. You know, someone like a Will Fuller makes a lot of sense uh, if, if they were able to, to go out and get someone like him. Um, and I, I don't think it needs to be a star on that interior defensive line. They they just they need someone that can do the dirty work, that, that can help take blockers off of Kenny Clark and at least have some type of a presence. Not, not, a, not a star. Kenny Clark's still going to get double-teamed. But but someone who's who's there that that commands respect from opposing offensive lines on the interior that does the dirty work, um, someone like a, you know go back a few years a, a Latroy Guyon type guy, right. someone like that that's that's kind of the the, the level of caliber player that they they could really use on, on that interior defensive line. They they don't have that guy right now, and if they were able to go out there and, and and add that 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 shouldn't that shouldn't be too much too much to add. That doesn't even have to be in a trade, by the way. They might be able to go. Uh, I think of the two positions, a trade more likely a receiver uh, they, they can you know go go out and, and into the market perhaps post trade deadline and still add a guy like that uh, if one becomes available. so um, I, you know trade deadline anytime you hear the word deadline that's always well this is this is the last day to do something you got to get it done. I don't know that that's necessarily the case especially with defensive line, but this is a big opportunity if they're able to to, to pull something off today
3: so is it a failure if they don't? Now, I understand it takes two, but if if you're looking at a guy like, say, a Quentin Williams who the rumor was that maybe a second-round draft choice might be in order for him, and you don't pull the trigger on a guy like that that's a controllable contract, wouldn't it, it, do you kind of look at it as, man, you had the opportunity and you just failed?
1: It would be a disappointment. Failure is a bit of a strong word for me, but I can see how some people might might, might see it that way. I think it would certainly be a disappointment because this is a team – that is on the cusp. and what make what what really amplifies the disappointment is that you look around the NFC, and you look at the other contenders and what they're doing, and they're they're making moves, they're adding to their team, and, and so to stay stuck in neutral at this point um, would would in some ways be con- seen as, as as reverse because other teams are, are progressing, they're 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 adding, they're moving forward, um, and getting better. So I, I think that context really does matter um, in in that case and and the reality is that you know that you know Tampa Bay went out and got Antonio Brown we'll see if he can finish the season there but they they did go out and get Antonio Brown they're better if if he's able to play um you look around and 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 Quan Quan Alexander uh going to New Orleans you know there's there's certainly there's there's other teams that have gotten better
3: um now let's talk about the 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 COVID case obviously no (laughs) Well, you're talking about uh, Kamal Martin not being able to play. Now you've got Jamal Williams not being able to play, A.J. Dillon not being able to play. I mean, this is just uh, – although Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, J- Kittle are not going to be playing in this contest, so maybe you're catching them at the right time. But, boy, this is uh, this is becoming a high level of concern right now for the offense, isn't it?
1: Well, there's no question that the Packers are catching the 49ers at the right time. Their entire team is on IR. So, as bad as things are with, with COVID-19 here and, and – as of right now, it, it it does look to be contained, and that doesn't mean that that picture can't change. Because if we know anything about this virus, is that it can change very quickly. Uh, but right now, it we we know what the landscape looks like. A.J. Dillon has been has tested positive for COVID-19. He's been moved to the COVID-19 reserve list. Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin have been deemed high risk, and because of that, will be unavailable Thursday night. The earliest that they they, they have to be removed from the team for 5 days uh after their their last known uh it, it, exposure to to the uh, person who tested positive that would be Sunday cuz AJ Dillon played Sunday so we're looking at not being available to be, to return to the team till the end of this week um with that said bill <laughs> the 49ers my goodness uh, you want to talk about a team that just c- could not have have more go wrong um, including George Kittle and, and Jimmy Garoppolo missing several weeks now. Raheem Mostert uh, on the on the defensive side, they're already without Richard Sherman, Nick Bosa, D. Ford, Ezekiel Ansah, on and on and on. Um, they're they this Packers team is going to be playing against a bunch of backups on Thursday night, and that that is a, that is an opportunity. No matter what's going on in the COVID front here, that is an opportunity that they've got to take advantage of.
3: The, uh, the Packers played against a ton of backups uh, against Minnesota, and they weren't able to throw the ball any better than if, if say, the starters were there. Is that concerning?
1: It's got to be, because twice now you've seen this team, this offense that's been so good for, for basically mo- all the season. Twice they've fallen behind by, by multiple scores, in you know, or, or with a lot of time on the clock. It, it, two weeks ago against Tampa Bay, it was in the second quarter. It was – still in, in third quarter against uh, the Vikings. And they just they just got stuck in the mud. They, they, no traction, no production. Um, and, and you saw this team really just slam on the brakes and get halted uh, and not have the firepower to play catch-up. This team isn't – this offense isn't really built for catch-up. It's built for methodical, efficient ball control, march down the field. Uh, the, the type of drives you saw that this Packers offense put together – 13-play, 8-minute drives in the first half against the Vikings. That's what this offense can do. But the quick strike, it's not really there, and it's going to be less and less, especially if they're not able to get a receiver, because every team, every defense that they play in on the rest of their schedule is going to know, hey, you take Devontae Adams out of it, no matter how you can, and I understand Devontae Adams had three touchdowns on Sunday. They all came from within seven yards. His longest catch was 15 yards. They were not the Vikings were not going to give him anything deep. That that's how they played him. That's how every defense is going to play him. If you take away Devontae Adams' big play, take away Devontae Adams deep, who else on this the, the, in this passing game can can stretch you vertically? Well, the, Robert Tanyan. Uh, you've got you got tight ends. Jamal Williams is is, is uh, one of their best receiving threats, and Aaron Jones, best one of their best receiving threats. You've got running backs, but you don't have any other receivers that can that can really shoulder the load, and that's that's very concerning. In this league, receivers are are, are what stretch the field. You, you got to have receivers. The Packers have one, and and they haven't had a, a consistent. You know, Al Lazard might be close to coming back from IR. But Al Lazard has not been a consistent number two throughout his time here. He's had some big moments. He's not been a consistent number two. He's the closest they've got. Um, I, I, I think it's a big concern.
3: The, uh, when you talk about the wide receiver position, um, what is it with – is it just the fact that Marquez Valdez-Scantling can get to the ball, he just can't keep it in his hands?
1: You know, Marcos Valdes, Gambling, and Equidemius St. Brown, for that matter, they're really talented guys. Uh, you, you, you see what the Packers like about both of them. They're, they're big. They've, they've got great catch radius. Um, they're, they're lanky. They're tall, long, and they run really fast. Uh, but then you remember that th- these guys were fifth- and sixth-round picks. They were day-three draft picks. And to this point in their career, they have played very much like day-three draft picks. they played like what they were drafted to be. Uh, they're not it, despite the talent the, despite the 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 ability that the athletic ability that the height the speed they're not second and third round picks they're not first round picks they're fifth and sixth round picks so i with with, with mbs and, and with eq i I think at this point you are want to get what what they are that's that's what they are um so you know it, it's, it's not like they're bust i i, I don't think that they've I don't think either, either of them have been bust. EQ, when he's been on the field and healthy, uh, he's he's been able to make some plays. But they're just they're, they're not top-of-the-draft type receivers. They, they haven't been that, and, and I, I don't know that they'll ever be that.
3: Hey, real quick, I know I'm running late, but I wanted to ask you, the one name we have not talked about has been David Bakhtiari. He goes down with injury, and we kept saying at the beginning of the season, boy, I don't think there's anybody that can back up at the left tackle position. And we have not talked about it, which is probably the best thing that could have happened uh, considering Bakhtiari did go down for a couple of games.
1: It's pretty stunning, the the job that Billy Turner has done on on that left side. And and Rick Wagner, I know he's got the knee injury, but coming in and and playing right tackle the the way he's done. You know, if if you would have said last week that the Packers lose to the Vikings, I – and that David Bakhtiari wouldn't play, I think that it would have been very easy to, to point at that as, as the reason. Well, certainly the offensive line struggled. They, the Vikings were able to get after Aaron Rodgers, um, even though the Vikings' defense isn't very good. They, they just, you know, they struck. And the reality is that the offensive line did not struggle. The reasons why they had a bad loss were because they couldn't stop the run and they just didn't have the, the, the firepower in the passing game to play catch up when they needed to. Um, yeah, the offensive line has been tremendous, and, and give a lot of credit to Billy Turner because he he struggled in in his past at left tackle. Uh, he struggled. He was with, with the Miami Dolphins at left tackle. He has played at a very high level this this season.
3: No doubt about it. Great stuff as always, Ryan. We appreciate it. We'll talk again later in a week. Okay. All right. Take care. Thanks, pal. There you go. Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. You can follow him on Twitter, at Wood at Wood. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair, 85-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. If you're looking for a job, maybe you want to change jobs, uh, they are great people over there. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. Getting back, as you had just heard him talk about, they don't have that other playmaker. So would you go offense or would you go defense? And, again, I'm going to go back to the question. I'm going to go back to the question that that basically says, when you put this team under a microscope, should you or should you not be making a trade? More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Welcome back. We are glad to have you. Hey, uh, if you are a skiing enthusiast, if you are a winter sports lover and you're looking for a place to go, there's two great places, the Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin, or you can go to Pine Mountain Resort in Majestic Iron Mountain, Michigan. Both of them, you can do the social distancing thing. Both of them have tremendous indoor pools. There's snowshoeing and cross-country skiing, and and listen up, if you're a snowmobiler, they have not only snowmobile trails and just hundreds of miles of snowmobile trails, but they also have the snowmobile parking as well, and whether you go to Pine Mountain Resort or you go to the Four Seasons Island Resort, uh, and by the way, Pine Mountain Resort and and Ski Lodge, boy, that's a tremendous place to go, but uh, the Four Seasons is great for snowmobiling and such as well. Two great places. Two tremendous places. You can go to Pine Mountain That is Pine Mountain Or you can go to The Four Seasons That's The Four Seasons WI.com. Oh, by the way, uh, they are up for the People's Choice Award again this year, both of them. Go to Iron Mountain Daily and click on the People's Choice button, and you can vote. Again, IronMountainDailyNews.com. That's IronMountainDailyNews.com. And click on the People's Choice button and uh, go vote for uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort and also uh, Pine Mountain Resort as well. Uh, Both of them, just absolutely beautiful. And check out our friends up there. But if you want one of those special weekends up at the Four Seasons, call them right now and tell them uh, we sent you 715-324-5800. That's 715 uh, 324 5,800 because they're doing some great weekends from now to the end of the year. And then in addition to that, they're giving you a free night stay in spring as well. So I would get, I would jump on that deal right now. Again, 715-324-5800 and and tell them we sent you good, good stuff. So I'm going to go back to the question. I want to reiterate for those that maybe weren't listening or just didn't tune in or didn't have a chance to early on. Um, we go back to a conversation I had with Ron Wolf years ago. And I said, you know, I asked him, I said, Hey, Ron, if you're going to make a deal, if you're going to make a trade in the season, what is it going to be? Okay. What, what's going to prompt you? What, What philosophically, what are you looking for? And he said, you have to believe you're a player or two, maybe three away from winning a championship. Otherwise you don't make the deal. So you tell me, are the green Bay Packers a championship contender and should they be making a deal? That's it. And listening to Jason Lock Fora, who said he, from what he hears, that the Packers are are lighting up the phones. Packers are checking out, checking out the, the scene, so to speak. And then you heard from Ryan Wood right there that said, look, uh, maybe disappointed, or you wouldn't call it a failure if they don't make a deal, but being disappointed, yeah, certainly, because you believe that you're on the cusp. Whether that's with another wideout, another weapon, or a defender that can help you stuff the run, what would you be doing? 855 830 Let's get right back at it. Let's go to Mike listening to us in South Milwaukee. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's up?
4: Hey, guy. You know, this is very frustrating when you have a few glaring weaknesses that you know about. You didn't grab the brass ring here in this past draft. You did this for the future, which is beyond me. I mean, we've got Rodgers strike while the iron's hot. We've got two, three years with them at best, and... There is no guarantee. I don't care how many first-round draft picks you get down the down the road. There is no guarantee of putting together a championship team. They haven't struck lightning in a bottle uh, with with the last few drafts. Um, So I look. If you can get Watt, if you can get Williams, if you you know if you can get Fuller, great. Maybe they don't have the money. I don't know what their situation is with the salary cap, and I don't know what you know. This is not going to impact. If you get those three players, Bill, there's a lot better chance of getting the championship now than four or five years down the road after Rodgers leaves. There is no guarantee with anybody. At this point, I would agree with you. I would agree with when you talked to Ron Wolf. Look, if you're two, three players away, if you can pull the trigger and do it. Like I said, I don't know what their finances are. I don't know if they could even afford to do it. So that, that's my. those are my thoughts.
3: I, would, I appreciate the phone call. I would love to hear, and we probably will. Uh, well, it, that is if they make a deal. But I would love to hear the explanation as to the thought process that goes into, from Brian Gutekind's philosophy, that goes into making a deal and what it is you're looking for on this team right now via the salary cap ramifications and what specifically it is they that, that they are looking for, searching for. And, uh, and, and again, I, I don't even know if we're going to find that out now. I think it would be probably something for the off season to discuss because, uh, I guess you don't want to disparage the, the players that you have to say we need to upgrade at certain positions. But, nevertheless, it's something that uh, I think uh, I, I would love to know philosophically what it is his thoughts are. As opposed to, say, Ron Wolfe who laid it out there and said, look, you know, I know where my weaknesses are. I know I needed this. I know I needed that. I went out and made a move. By the way, we've got some breaking news. The NFL now wants players to wear masks on the sidelines and in locker rooms. This is according to the chief medical officer, Alan Sills. Uh, the NFL, they also said the teams uh, that the team's sideline bench, they're going to be expanded from the 20-yard line to the 20-yard line. So it's not just going to be within the, I think it's within the 40s um, on both sides, or 40, 35, I think maybe. But uh, they're going to go from 20 to 20. That way they can spread guys out on the sidelines. I. It's interesting because... You're playing a game where you're you're laying on top of one another, but they want guys to spread out on the sideline. So I, you know, I I, I don't I don't necessarily get it, but okay. I mean, you're doing everything you you, you possibly can. You're doing everything you you, you possibly can. Uh, some other breaking news is that, uh, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, is that uh, Javon Wims the Chicago bear who went out there and started throwing punches uh, got suspended two games his hearing is set for today he will know uh, either later today or tomorrow uh, you would assume whether or not his suspension is going to be upheld uh, but uh, I I can't imagine them reducing that I would be surprised if they did that that was just going out there and trying to land haymakers on somebody and I can't imagine that they're gonna they're gonna okay that. Uh, but what do I know? Stranger things have happened when it comes to when it comes to the uh the NFL. Uh eight three zero eight six four. Let's go to Ken listening to us on the Northwest Side. Ken, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
5: I am fine, Bill. Uh you know, I just kinda wondered. I mean, you know, people are talking about me. I mean, yes, they are. I mean, they do need to make some deals. They do need to make some moves because they are probably at least a couple of players away on defense and at least another really good a uh, good wide receiver away. You know, but, you know, if you look at the Packers and their behavior, I just wonder if they feel. Or, I mean, uh, they money, I mean, you probably know better than they do about their money situations and what they can afford to do. But you just kind of get the feeling if they really feel like it's wandering. I mean, if they know things that's going on about the history of this league behind this COVID thing, maybe something political, and if they feel if it's worth it. Maybe they don't feel like there's a history uh in this league anymore, and uh, because of where this thing is going, and maybe they know something about where this league is going and uh and uh, what they're thinking about doing on the political level, so I just wonder if they kind of question the history of this league
3: um you know I appreciate the phone call look uh i <sighs> When you talk about the – I mean, look, the, the history of the league of whether or not they should or shouldn't and all that kind of stuff. I Look, I, I believe that the Packers are a couple of players away. I believe that if you are truly thinking about a championship, you know you've got a couple of weaknesses. You can't stop the run and you need additional weapons to kind of blow the lid off. You need that. Um, you heard Ryan Wood earlier. Uh, you know, the draft choices of Equinemia St. Brown, who has not had a lot of playing time due to injury, and uh, obviously Marcos Valdez-Scantling, who's got all the talent in the world – it just hasn't come to consistency. You need another guy. You need somebody that's veteran enough to be able to get open downfield. That's that's it. Uh, you are going to get Alan Lazard back. He's a very sure route runner. And who knows? Maybe you get Alan Lazard back. You make a deal. You bring in another wideout. And I don't think put it this way. I don't. I know people are emailing me saying, "Well, don't forget you got Funches coming back next year." Doesn't matter because the team's going to change. Are you going to have Aaron Jones? Are you going to have David Bakhtiari? Are you going to have? You know, some of the other, you know, is Kevin King here? I mean, what well, you know, who's all going to be here? This is the here and the now. You need to worry about today, today. You can't worry about today down the road for tomorrow because there is no tomorrow. You know what I mean? Not right now. Um, by the way, Dr. Sills, uh, the uh, medical NFL chief medical officer, says ongoing transmission has led to uh, the other postponements. Therefore, that's the reason they're trying to keep players separate on the sidelines and now inside uh, to do everything they can inside the facilities as the testing process continues. Uh, by the way, breaking news on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Again, brought to you by Pennzoil, made with natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Let's do this. We'll come back. We'll take more phone calls and uh, get your thoughts. Uh, do you think the players are uh, the Packers are just a couple of players away? So that that's what you're asking yourself today as we the trade deadline approaches because we're what three less than three hours from it now. We're two and a half hours. You know, from any news coming out, we're probably two hours and 45 minutes. But do you think this team needs to do something today? And then I guess the next question becomes what I asked Ryan Wood, I'll ask you. Is it disappointing or a failure if they don't? 855-830-8648. More the Bill Michaels Show is next.
2: Wisconsin
3: Wide, the Bill Michaels Sports
2: Talk Network.
3: to hear this oh boy this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin I'll tell you what the rumor is flying around out there in just a moment but Pella they've got great products Uh, they're sales consultants they just listen to what your needs are truly they really do They've got over 150 patents on their windows and doors. They've got great offers. But what you may not know is that thousands of people choose Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin right there at the initial appointment. So they want to say thanks for all of you that uh, come in and take the time, whether it's go to PellaWI.com or stop in. So what they're going to do is this. Already you've got uh, no, no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years, but When you either go into the uh, showroom, the experience centers, as they call them, or you just go uh, to PellaWI.com and you get that initial consultation and you look at it and you go, yeah, okay, this is what I want. They're going to give you the additional 5% off the purchase now. So schedule that free, free consultation at PellaWI.com or stop in to the experience centers. There's one in Brookfield, which is just west of Milwaukee, Green Bay, and now in Madison as well. And just discover how easy it can be. Just just go in and say yes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, and you get that terrific offer right now. The terrific offer, again, uh, no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years, plus an additional 5% off right now. Gina Dell and the gang from Pella, they're doing it. They're getting it done. They're beautifying your home, making them more secure, and making your home more valuable and economical along the way. No reason not to call if you're in the market for new doors and windows. They can do it. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Here you go. So uh, the reports coming from ESPN, Diana Rossini, she is quote told that the Green Bay Packers have discussed trading for the Texans wide receiver Will Fuller. However, there's been a disagreement in Green Bay at the highest levels of the organization over whether or not adding an elite receiver in the short term would be worth the spend. Let me say it again. The Packers are interested in Will Fuller. Okay? They are. They'd like to see Will Fuller come into the organization. Okay, great. But there's a disagreement in Green Bay at the highest levels. Now, I can only assume that you're talking Russ Ball, Mark Murphy, and Brian Gutekunst over whether or not adding an elite receiver in the short term would be worth the spend. Again, that goes back to, do you believe you are a team that is a championship contender? If you don't, then you don't make the spend. If you do believe you're a contender, then this is a dumb argument. Whoever is the holdout there hanging on to a draft choice, I don't want him to be a part of the organization anymore because you have an opportunity. You can't guarantee Jack Blank for next year. When you have the opportunity, you get it done. You get it done. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. This is where I'm sitting at the the home studio. I've got the desk, the whole thing, and I've got a space on my desk that's available. I'd like to just bang my face into it. Let me get your thoughts when you hear that. 855-830-8648. There's my buddy Gary Ellison who just... Tweeted out, "WTF? Get it done." I'm a, I, exactly. I, I unless they're waiting for help on the defensive side of the football that they believe they can get another deal somewhere else. I, 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 I and I don't know if it's Mark Murphy. I don't know if it's Russ Ball. I don't know who the disagreement is. But according to ESPN, at the highest levels, the highest levels are Mark Murphy, Russ Ball, and Brian Goodkins. That's it. Somebody wants to make a deal. And somebody else or two of the other three or whatever don't want to make a deal. Now I'm pissed. Let's go to Vin listening to us in Connecticut on the radio.com app. Vin, how you doing today, pal? Uh, Bill, I tell you, I was just doing good until you broke that news waiting on hold, you know? Yep, I know.
6: No, because I was just going to say to you, I'm like, I-, I agree with you. I do think I do think the Packers are about, what would you say, about three players away, two players Pro- away from a winning a Super Bowl?
3: Probably three, yeah. I mean, legitimately three if you had a good, solid linebacker. Then again, you're going to get Kirksey back. But if you have yeah. additional defensive line help and another wideout, I think you're pretty good to go when you're at full strength.
6: Now, let me ask you a question, Bill. Do you think, now, you just said Goody, Russ Ball, and uh, Mark Murphy. I'm thinking I'm thinking Russ Ball because, honestly, going back here, I've never really trusted Russ Ball, you know, with the free agent spending money anywhere, too. What do you think?
3: I uh, know that Ron Wolf uh, quit because he got tired of going down the hall and asking for money. I agree.
6: And it's funny too. So when you're gonna go to me. Russ
3: Ball, when you're gonna go to Russ Ball and start to talk about contracts, who's gonna be the guy that's gonna be the wet Anytime you throw the legal side of things into running something, it sucks. Yeah. I'm, because you, you yeah. can't just go win. And I I, I would assume that Brian Gudakins wants to do the deal. I mean, he's probably done the groundwork. Yeah. He's 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 done the groundwork. So you would assume it's not Brian Gudakinst. And Russ Ball is probably saying, well, if we do this, if we bring in this guy, we can only keep this many people, we can only spend this much money. And to me, I'm like, I don't care. I've got a shot at winning a Super Bowl today. Yep.
6: Yep, I agree. I uh, 100% agree with you. because it's. A, and this is why Pack, this is why us Packer fans get annoyed with the organization like this when you see the glaring holes like Sunday with uh, not stopping the run or anything. Another receiver, too. They see the holes, but now let's – you know, let, let's build for the future, you know, drafting Jordan Love and all, and all this. I mean, it's a ridiculous. I Me, mean, I'd rather have the Super Bowl first than worry about the future down the road, you know?
3: Yep. No, I completely agree with you. I 100% understand. Appreciate the Thank phone you, call, bro. man. You bet. Appreciate the phone call. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Let's go to Larry listening to us in Madison out there on the zone. Larry, how are we looking? What's going on?
4: Hey Bill, how you doing?
3: I'm a little frustrated right now, to be honest with you.
4: Well, I am too. I think the problem is the uh, GM. I, I can't imagine if we had like John Schneider for a GM, what kind of what kind of position we'd be in by now. I just don't think we've made enough moves, and it, everybody knows the problems.
3: Right. I to but the eyeball to test, about, we all say the same thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you.
4: I mean, sometimes I think it's about money. I mean, maybe they're just about making money to, to survive. I don't know.
3: Well, they have to make money to survive. I don't fault them that. But when you have an opportunity to go for it, and if you if it pays off and you win a championship, the 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 championship and the money that comes after far outweighs any uh, angst that you may have about the monetary aspect of it. Now, I granted, if you're lock, looking at salary cap, you want to be able to retain certain people. I get it. But you know, again, I you the team is going to be 25% of this team is even going to be here next year, right. minimal. So what the hell are you doing? Next year's team do- doesn't matter right now. You're worrying about today. You're, you're nine weeks into this thing, and you know where your glaring weaknesses are, but you know you're on the cusp of winning a championship, and you know you got a Hall of Famer for at least three more years because you already started the clock ticking on this guy. Why not fortify the damn team so you can win another championship or at least have your best shot at winning another championship? And that's why fans get pissed off. I agree. You're right. Yep. you the man. Appreciate it. Sure. He drops off. You get on board. 855 864A. We're going to uh, come back, take some more phone calls on this. Hey, by the way, did you see that uh, General Motors close to uh, releasing the new Hummer electric truck? I saw some video of that the other day. Uh, expensive. Hugely expensive. But the reason you buy an electronic vehicle and an electric vehicle is because you want to, you know, do good things for the environment and save money. And OK, great. But uh, who's going to put up uh, over hundred grand? You know, think about it. I can and I've owned cars and trucks and i've been able to run either e85 or unleaded 88 through my gas tank which is still helping the environment right if you run e85 you're doing 85 percent of what the Hummer's doing and that's putting not putting emissions into the air and you're doing it for a lot less money you know what i mean so compared to spending six figures on the hummer uh get the same benefit of 85 percent of that for half the money So look, for all of you out there that think the way I do, give E85 a shot in your flex fuel vehicle, or if you're cruising around there in a car right now that's newer than 2001, chances are you could probably run unleaded 88 through it. So find a gas station that has unleaded 88 at the pump. And if you need more information on why more ethanol in your fuel is better and dispel all the myths, visit abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. It's such a easy decision and when you think about supporting the local farmers and producers the local money that stays here go to abetterfuel.org for all the information and don't miss this chance to be a true advocate for the farmers and the workers in our area go to a abetterfuel.org that's abetterfuel.org we're going to come back talk more about this stay tuned don't forget Matt LaFleur, Will Fuller they got history there we're going to play a lot of that coming up next on the Bill Michael Show
2: You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
3: Welcome back. Hey, don't forget about our friends over there at Quick Trip. They have some terrific meals that you can take home. You pop in, you heat and eat. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's from our friends over there at Quick Trip. And uh, Quick Trip has been uh, terrific and, and very innovative in many different areas. I was in there, um, was it yesterday or the day before? And Have you tried their chicken tenders? Oh, my God. They're, they're be- I'd put them up against any one of the fast food chains any one of them, Popeyes, Churches, KFC, whatever it happens to be. Whatever it happens to be. They're fantastic. Maybe even Chick-fil-A. I've put it up against any of them. They're really, really good. I do like me some Chick-fil-A, though. When I used to work at the other side of town, I used to have Popeyes and churches right across from one another. There was always a big battle there, big big argument. But, that, man, they're both great, fantastic stuff. So stop in and check out our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card as well. And Quick Trip, don't forget, they got you covered. So the rumor out of uh, coming out of Green Bay, uh, Diana Rossini uh, from ESPN says she's told that the Packers have discussed trading for the Texans receiver Will Fuller. Now, here's the question. Do you think Will Fuller – gives you enough firepower now if you're back at full strength with Jamal Williams when he comes back, with Aaron Jones when he comes back, with David Bakhtiari when he comes back. Do you think they're at enough full strength to make this deal for Will Fuller? However, there's been a disagreement in Green Bay at the highest of levels of the organization as to whether or not adding an elite receiver, which I don't know if he's elite, but he's a a good counterpart, uh, in the short term would be worth the spend. Now, Take a listen. Take a listen to this. This is what this is the conversation when you talk about Will Fuller and Matt Lafleur and having a, a history here. Here you go.
0: Here's a name to watch that at least has been the target of some uh, trade conversation and probably the most, as far as I can tell, active person involved in the trade world, and that is Will Fuller, the standout receiver for the Houston Texans, big play guy, former first-rounder who's just got a couple uh, games left, half a season left on his contract, and from what I understand, the Green Bay Packers and the Texans have been in talks on a potential Will Fuller deal. I do not get the sense right now that anything is imminent. It sounds like the Texans want a, a very high pick for a full or maybe even a second rounder. It doesn't sound like the Packers are willing to go there. One side has to move if a deal is going to get done. I just have not received any indication that one is getting done right now. Obviously, we will continue to monitor that market.
3: Report ...on the NFL Network. He doesn't think anything is imminent, which is disappointing, but you've got what, uh, two hours and five minutes to get it done two hours and five minutes to figure it out eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight let's get to terry in san diego real quick terry how are you doing today man what's going on
7: hey bill love love listening to your show um
3: thank you uh
7: I, one reporter has put out that this is a uh, M, uh wants him and gutter is not as eager to get him and uh, I think that's a, probably a good, uh, you know, that's where the dissension is coming from. And we know LaFleur was on the coaching staff at Notre Dame when Fuller was there. And, you know, LaFleur comes from outside the Pack organization. I'm sure he doesn't believe in ignoring trades and trying to get the team better. And this kind of, you know, if it doesn't get done, I think this is duty. You know, he's a Ted acolyte, has never traded for a player. And, you kind of looks bad uh, if he makes this trade in some ways for ignoring wide receiver this offseason and going into the season where we were forced to count on MBS and EQ, and those are his boys that he drafted. Um, right. I, I kind of think this might be a little crack in the uh, organizational, uh, you know, uh, the facade they like to have up there where everyone's on the same page. I, I know Mike McCarthy never uttered publicly much how – although I'd heard rumors that he wasn't happy with Ted's inactivity. I wonder if this is the first time we're going to see uh, Matt LaFleur uh, getting a little bit yeah. of Mike McCarthy, uh, take it in the shorts and go with what we got. This is how we do things in Green Bay.
3: Going to be interesting, no doubt about it. And uh, you could be right. We'll talk with Hub Arkish, executive editor of Pro Football Weekly, Westwood 1 at 6-7 to the score out of Chicago. We'll talk with him about this and get his opinion on the Packers. Stay tuned. Stay tuned as the world turns in Green Bay. Is Matt LaFleur the guy pining for Will Fuller? And Brian Goodekin saying, nah, baby, nah. Stay tuned. we got more right after this.
2: Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.